I don't think that Chiefs fans are arrogant. I've had enough of that sort of conversation. I don't think you all are arrogant. It's not arrogance if you can back it up. Overconfidence versus been there before, right? Like, the Chiefs have the track record. The Chiefs have the resume. Whatever job or whatever experience you've ever had, there's always going to be someone there that's done it longer than you, and they're going to seem maybe a little overconfident or a little cocky. Sometimes being a little arrogant or a little cocky is good. Sometimes it's not, right? Sometimes it's not. Jamar Chase found out real quickly what it's like to be a little too overconfident. But Jamar Chase hasn't won anything. And the Kansas City Chiefs going to this Super Bowl with the fake narrative, right? The villain part, that's not fake. That's implicated. That's something that people want to see them do, and they've done it well. That's something where, like, you know, the Chiefs' fake narrative is, ah, these guys are arrogant. Their fans are arrogant. No, we're not. It's overconfidence, right? And the reason for that is you start with the obvious, and that is it's Patrick Mahomes versus Brock Purdy. Need I say more? I'm a fan of Brock Purdy. I don't think Brock Purdy is a bad quarterback. I think he's one of the better stories the NFL's had in the last five years. And you can roll your eyes, and it might just be because of the time frame that it's the San Francisco 49ers who he plays for, and that's who you play for in the Super Bowl. I don't want Brock Purdy to win. But I I, I don't hate the Brock Purdy, Purdy story, but when I look at the two quarterbacks, and I think to myself, oh, they don't think Mahomes is arrogant. They think the Chiefs are cocky. No, 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 no. They're confident because they've done this before. But I just know what the quarterback can do for a team that this station covers and a city that this team represents and a radio station that I tend to work for in a city that does represent this team. I've watched every single Patrick Mahomes game since he's been in the league. That's six years of football that tend to go into February. So I don't care if somebody's like, oh, man, you seem arrogant. You're just one of those arrogant Chiefs fans. Nah, man, I knew when we were bad. I admitted when we were bad, when they had Matt Castle, when they had times in the seasons where things faltered and didn't work and they had to figure it out, right? But I know this team's good. I know this team's been here before. This team's come back from behind twice in a Super Bowl and won. This team's been a underdog in a Super Bowl of recent of last year and won. And this team, again, is the underdog in this Super Bowl. And again, you go back and it's still confusing. It's Brock Purdy right, who went from, this is how crazy two weeks can go in the NFL. Brock Purdy went from, everybody said, he's good, but he's not great and he's never going to be. Let's not forget he's Mr. Irrelevant. And we went from, oh, no, Patrick Mahomes can not only win at home, he can win on the road. That's where we were two weeks ago. And the Chiefs, And their quarterback, who played the Dolphins, a number one offense, they played the Bills on the road, a top DVOA team, and they played Baltimore, arguably what every single person said 
was the best team in football who crowned their quarterback MVP last night. And the Chiefs beat them. Not only did they beat them, they controlled them in their house, took them away from their game plan. And San Francisco played Green Bay and fell behind. Lions and got absolutely blitzed in the first half and came back and won. Congratulations to them. But what I ask you is, when you look at the two paths and you look at the two quarterbacks, if the Chiefs had a 24-7 to lead at halftime against San Francisco, do you think there's any way Brock Purdy comes back? The answer is no. But Green Bay's defense isn't Kansas City's. And Detroit's defense isn't Kansas City's. And that was Jared Goff and Jordan Love. And again, I'm not saying those guys are terrible. And I can hear certain people now in the back of their car or in the front seat or driving going, hey, Dusty, did you not remember the Chiefs lost to Green Bay and they lost to Detroit? They lost to Detroit. Travis Kelsey didn't play, and Chris Jones sat in a booth next to Horace and Boris. They lost to Green Bay before they had their identity of what they were on offense and what they could be. Plus, if you remember, there was a really bad call at the end of the game that didn't get called. I'm not going to say that that you know, should have been called or that we're going to argue flags, but there was a little bit of something that could have been called that wasn't. And in that week, Green Bay was better than the Chiefs. I'll give them that. But if this Chiefs team play that Green Bay team today, it's a totally different outcome. They hadn't had their identity yet. And the other thing that I circle back to that's not overconfidence and it's not arrogance and it's not being that guy is the fact that this is Kyle Shanahan who's blown two leads in a Super Bowl. One was 28-3. to The other one was by 11 points. Now, I get it. He was the offense coordinator. But their offense fell flat in that Atlanta offense. We all saw it. We watched it. The Brady effect, right? What happened when Kyle Shanahan played the greatest quarterback in the league with his offense in Atlanta? They faltered. What happened when Kyle Shanahan played Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl just a few years back? They blew it. And now we have this game with a quarterback that's Mr. Relevant, never played a Super Bowl before, versus a quarterback who's playing in his fourth Super Bowl, versus a coach who's got two Super Bowl rings, been to three in six years, versus a coach who's been to two, blown two leads. But it's minus two San Francisco, plus two Chiefs. 